World Alternative Media here. And are you one of the people that thought that big corporations ran the whole show, that they were in charge of everything? Well, I have to be the bearer of maybe good news, maybe bad news, probably a little bit of both for all of you, that that's just not the case. Though it's understandable to think of corporations as running the whole show, because it does often seem like politicians are in the pockets of major corporations. Of course, though, we have to remember those corporations depend on government in the first place to make it possible to get the regulations in the right place to prop them up in the first place. And of course, corporations are literally incorporated with government. There's a whole bunch of legalese to that, but I'll cut to the chase because what we're really witnessing today, if it proves anything to my point that government is actually running the show and not just any government, an international government, then I don't know what else I could possibly say. Uh, again, this is out of zero hedge, it says ESG dystopia, why corporations are doubling down on woke, even as they lose billions. Now, if corporations really cared about their profit over anything else, then they wouldn't be going into the social credit score system. And of course, there are, you know, things like ESG, and then there's things like CEI, an index, which also it's, it's corporate equity in companies or equality rather as an index, which is, it says here out of New York Post, inside the CEI system, pushing brands to endorse celebs like Dylan Mulvaney. So as we look today, as you know, places like the White House lawn are covered in trans and pride flags, you know, by the way, <clears throat> definitely not um, a discriminated against group, the the uh, gays, lesbians, uh, trans, bi, whatever. They're like the most praised group in the world, clearly, even though they make up a very small percentage of the population. So I don't really see that as discrimination. But Joe Biden says, today, the people's house, your house, sends a clear message to the country and to the world. America is a nation of pride. And as I said on Twitter at World Halt Media, I said, you heard it here first, folks. America is gay, signed Joe Biden. Now, I want to point out that this is part of the downfall of civilization, and they're doing it on purpose. Again, this doesn't help corporations. It doesn't help governments either to weaken themselves. And I mean, talking about these corporations, you literally you cannot make this up. Lockheed Martin has their own part of the pride parade in D.C. today. Lockheed Martin. Think about that for a second. As I wrote on Twitter, you literally cannot make this stuff up. This is beyond crazy. And I quote, hey, we're Lockheed Martin. We're, we support murdering children overseas and spraying people with chemical gases. And we also like it when people do butt stuff. This is basically the narrative that they're pushing. And it's beyond insanity. Lockheed Martin, of course, is a huge weapons manufacturer as well. They've been involved in most of the major wars over the last several years. You know, there's so much more to go into today. The demoralization of the children, as Matt Wallace posts here, um, woke mom forces child to watch naked transgender stripper twerk at pride event in dc today this is child abuse it is truly disgusting how can a mother sleep at night knowing that she's demoralizing her children so much same thing in canada especially in canada jagmeet singh singh in canada who's ahead of the ndp national democratic party or new democratic party rather he says as I look up at this flag, I think about all the queer and trans kids who have been denied a flag at their school or in their homes. This guy's sick. 
For many of you, you may be feeling hurt, abandoned, and scared. We stand with you. We praise or we raise this flag on Parliament Hill for you. Love Jagmeet. Yeah, super discriminated against group that every politician, every corporate entity, every media, every company in the world seems to be on the same page. And this all goes back to the World Economic Forum. But by the way, I wanted to point out Jagmeet Singh. If he pulled this stuff in his the country that he came from, the country his family came from, it wouldn't work out so well. He is, of course, a Sikh. Um, and it all goes back to this, you know, it says out of wide awake media, World Economic Founder uh, Forum founder Klaus Schwab brags about giving the Club of Rome, the original architects of the climate scam, their first big platform going on to hint that global government governance is the only solution to non-existent climate crisis. So we see right there, we have another example. It's, it's, it's a climate stuff to weaken the economy, the supply chain, and the energy grid at the same time as a trans stuff to demoralize society and bring us to our knees. But it's not big corporations doing it. It's a global governance system based on evil, something that is very anti-human. So in this video today, we're going to go into this and more and kind of explain how all of this sums up with ESG scores, with CEI scores, of course, eventually carbon credit scores and social credit scores like we see out of China, as Klaus Schwab said himself, um, the role model for the World Economic Forum's Great Reset is, of course, China. So as always, my friends, before we get into this, I urge people to check those links below. Check out heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products. We also have organic kits. Again, this could save your life. It could save your family's life. They're trying to starve us out. They're trying to demoralize us. They're trying to destroy humanity's independence. And this is how we survive is by being independent and preparing ahead of time and not waiting until the shelves are empty and we're being spoon-fed mRNA meat or bugs. Come on, my friends. This is insane to put off. Of course, I know many of you watching have already done this, but for those that haven't, you are really playing a tight rope here, my friends, and you will not, it will not end well for you if you don't take action today. So there's heavensharvest.com, code WAM, and finally, of course, check out kirkelliotphd.com slash WAM and buy physical gold and silver today. You get a whole bunch of free special reports with that. Of course, Kirk Elliott is the author of 11 books, double PhD, world-renowned speaker, has been on our show on Many occasions, Infowars, Mike Huckabee's show, etc. All you have to do is go sign up and uh, for a phone call with them using your email, first name, last name, phone number. Do you want to liquidate into an IRA in physical gold, 401k, 403b, checking savings, or brokerage account? Get on it today and avoid the cashless society, my friends. The time is now before you get before you succumb to this obvious attack on free will. Check those links in the description. There's much more too. Anyway, this out of Zero Hedge, it says ESG dystopia, why corporations are doubling down on woke, even as they lose billions. And as the article goes into it says, it's been a bloodbath for the majority of companies that go overtly woke in the new era of American consumer rebellion, and the establishment is not happy. Corporations like Disney, Anheuser-Busch, and Target are plunging in profit and losing billions in market cap after pledging fealty to the trans agenda. In particular, the, uh, the, the public obviously is setting out to make examples of institutions that support trans indoctrination of children. Simply put, a line in the sand has been crossed. A huge one. Yeah, they're going after children. They're grooming children. They 
are pushing for butchering of children. I mean, it's absolutely madness. And, you know, the Dylan Mulvaney situation with Anheuser-Busch, and I think it's all part of a plot, really, but um, it, it lost Anheuser-Busch $27 billion in market valuation. That's insane. <clears throat> Meanwhile, North Face uh, risks Bud Light-style boycott over Summer of Pride ad featuring drag queen Patty Gonia uh, telling customers to come out in nature as consumers ask, what's this got to do with the outdoors? <laughs> Good question. Uh, so again, and this is happening at the same time as Biden is ordering is, is to order all federal agencies to prioritize environmental justice, which uh, teams up with not just ESG, but uh, CEI scores um, and what he called a social credit or a social justice credit score. He literally just put justice in the middle of it in this executive action recently. And we all know where that's going to lead to. We already see it happening in many places. We have carbon credit scores being implemented on apps across banking apps across the world. In the UK specifically, Professor Susan Mitchie, who was involved in the COVID hoax propaganda, is heavily involved in it. And you could actually go and see carbon credits on many, many banking apps. So that is the um, direction it's going. But I'll continue with this initial article out of Zero Hedge because it's important to kind of get to sum it up into different categories here. It says, because it's all part of the same agenda, but it's all from different angles. It says, with conservative boycotts far more effective than leftist boycotts ever were, the movement makes evident that the political left is a paper tiger and that conservatives and independents have the real majority power in the U.S. In response, the media is claiming that this movement is a form of economic terrorism. That is to say, if you refuse to support the woke hive mind with your wallet, you should be considered domestic enemy yes indeed they are pushing for that once again just like they did during the iraq war to people who opposed murdering children it says it took long enough but average americans are finally engaging in a culture war which was started years ago not so much by the political left by the but by the globalist institutions using leftist activists as enforcers and saboteurs the key issue that very few people talk about is that activist groups would have no power whatsoever if it weren't for the unprecedented backing they received from governments, nonprofits, think tanks, and the corporate world. And a lot of the support has been injected through ESG-style financing as well as DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. ESG, environment, social governance, is becoming a well-known term and is, at bottom, a form of impact investing meaning major lenders such as BlackRock or Carl Carlyle Group or think tanks like the Ford Foundation seek to control societal outcomes using lending as a, a leverage, of course, always using debt. Uh, and it says, uh, you know, there's a video featuring the Ford Foundation's head of mission investments um, talking about, you know, how ESG really is social engineering. And of course it is. And, you know, one of the things I want to point out is as I start off this video, it's not corporations that are in charge, including BlackRock. BlackRock is a puppet entity of things like the World Economic Forum, of the United Nations, the World Health Organization, all these things that want you to own nothing and be happy, quote unquote, which involves destroying the housing market by buying up all of it. And then eventually there are, is no property. So you have to get it from the government, which will repackage it all from the banks and then give people it for free, quote unquote. But first you have to have a 
you know, something like a smart meter on your home that tells the government how much gas, electricity and water you use on a daily basis, which will determine your um, carbon credit score, which will determine how much food rations you're allowed, which will determine how much you're allowed to go outside of your 15 minute cities, which I'm, again, doing a documentary on. And if you guys want to contribute to that, thank you for those who have already. Um, it costs a lot of money and I still have many places I have to go travel to in order to do interviews for that documentary. But anyway, go get funding is in the description. My point is governments are necessary in order for these corporations to be able to do what they do. They have that monopoly from government and people say, well, government keeps corporations in check from having monopolies. How's that working out? The reality is the more red tape, the more taxes, the more restrictions are placed on corporations, the more big corporations can get above and the more uh, small businesses are trampled underfoot and inflation is a big part of that as well so central banking powers are a big part of that and as we get into the cashless society and cbdc's that will continue to worsen of course so people have to understand the difference here people think big corporations run the day no big corporations run the day because government runs the day even more and there's another entity above government which is evil essentially world economic forum klaus schwab who says he infiltrates all the governments and all that the Rothschilds, the banking powers, uh, Israel is a huge part of that, obviously. Um, you know, the powers that have propped up China in the first place are a big part of that. So we have to understand this isn't just like Walmart. This isn't McDonald's. Hey, man, with those corporate entities, we got to stop, you know, big brother and big corporation. But also the government says everyone it needs to be mandated pharmaceuticals in order to go outside and go to any of these corporations. So everyone must get the injections or else succumb to lack of freedom, even though it's lack of freedom in the first place to be put in that position. And then eventually they'll just die of a heart attack or turbo turbo cancer or whatever. You get the idea. Um, it, there's a, a bunch of hypocrisy among the very community that was at Wall, uh, Occupy Wall Street, you know, 12 years ago, and now supports Big Pharma. But it's all by government mandate, and government was stealing money from taxpayers and giving it to Big Pharma corporations under the guise of an emergency that they created in the first place and they, um, you know, fabricated in the first place. So government is the entity, and then there's an entity that controls the governments, but it's not corporations. It's a certain class of people. It's the Israelis. It's the World Economic Forum. It is the Club of Rome, which was propped up by the World Economic Forum. It's the Rothschild family. It is the entities that uh, at the Vatican. It's it's you know multiple entities around the world that work together in order to destroy symbolically and spiritually this spirit of humanity, which is individualistic, which is freedom, which is you know family, which is God, which is all the things that they hate. We must then do as in opposition if they want us to be dependent we have to be independent if they say we shouldn't have families they, they we say we should have families if they say there's overpopulation we say there's underpopulation there's a huge demographic curve if they say that for example um we are dealing with uh you know an issue with pollution the climate is terrible and all that kind of stuff we say, well, actually, maybe we need more carbon because we are carbon-based life forms. But at the end of the day, they are anti-human. So that is the whole purpose of it. They're anti-carbon-based life forms. I should continue here before ranting on anymore. But all these things are extremely important to understand, my friends. It says, in the past, lenders would base their financing standards on good credit scores and the likelihood of returning on investment. If you had a business with a history of solid returns and worthy collateral, then you would probably get whatever loans you needed today. Today, however, lenders are trying to set political and ideological terms for companies seeking to obtain financing 
you must sign your virtue to get access to money. And this includes supporting climate and carbon initiatives, reorganizing your labor based on diversity and inclusion rules, even promoting LGBT activism might be a big factor in your next infusion of cash. The higher your ESG score, the more likely it is that you will qualify for access to debt. This is part of the reason why a large array of corporations are increasingly jumping on the Pride Month bandwagon. All they have to do is slap some rainbows on some products or commercials or publicly defend the trans grooming of children, and suddenly they are golden for another year of subsidized funds. Well, that and minor attracted people, as I call it, you know, the people that I call really good targets for shotgun practice. It says here, but what happens in a world where consumer loyalty is no longer a guarantee and the public stops buying from chains that promote woke concepts? What happens when going woke also means going broke? Is ESG cash really worth losing half your customers over? (coughs) Well, not right now it isn't. As central banks raise interest rates and cut their balance sheets, the easy money party that started back in 2008 is ending. After a decade of exponential growth, ESG is now in deep decline, and this is directly tied to the, the policies of central banks like the Federal Reserve. In the past year, it is no longer viable to dump money into mostly useless woke projects, yet the woke trend continues. Why? And I got to go into something in a moment here because I'm chomping at the bit, but I'm going to go over these two more paragraphs here first. It says, 20 years ago, the name of the game in the business world was brand building. <clears throat> If you could build your brand and gain market loyalty, you could sustain your profit models for decades to come. Now corporations are actually willing to destroy the very brands they spent so much time and money developing, all in the name of political idolatry. In it seems that like pure madness, but what if they know something we don't, which is exactly what I've been trying to say. What if they are riding out an engineered economic crisis so that they can be rewarded later with too woke to fail riches? My theory is that while ESG lending appears to be dying today, tomorrow ESG lending will be the only way any company will be able to survive. And I want to point out something very important here because it's lending or it's 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 crashing on the overhead as far as a we, what we can see on the surface. It's not at the base of it because we see a lot of secretive lending and secretive scores of, 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 you know, credit score lines that we don't yet see publicly today that a lot of these corporations are aware of that will be coming out later on, including carbon credits, including social credits, including all these things that we saw come out of China propped up by the U.S. in the first place. It's a controlled collapse, if you will. As I mentioned before, you know, the the propping up of China, Henry Kissinger meeting with Mao Zedong in, in the early 1970s, creating an alliance with China, propping them up as a monopoly, and then leading into the creation of the Trilateral Commission under Zbigniew Brzezinski during the Carter administration, which propped up China even more so as an economic superpower in this think tank, this economic think tank meant to spread technocracy worldwide. And now we see the social credits, the sesame credit in China. We see the propping up of carbon credits across the board. We see the zero COVID policies in China, which are now being used as a model for 15-minute cities in Europe. I was just in Oxford. I've just been in London. I'm in Amsterdam right now. I'm heading back to the U.S. right away. And we see all those things accumulating in these places. It's happening. And they're already saying in the U.K. that you should attach your um, smart meter to your CBDC in 2024 in order to get free money if you don't use electricity. It's a control collapse, then move into this new system. They have the new system in place already, but first they need to collapse everything else so that we end up just swooping in on the next thing that was already created, that technocracy, that 
great reset, if you will. And in order to do that, first, you have to absolutely devastate the market. And, and when we see McDonald's going down, when we see Burger King going down, once the cheapest places for homeless people to eat, for example, not anymore. And they're closing all McDonald's offices in the US and, you know, all these companies are going bankrupt. What is the next step? Well, then those companies may collapse into a government entity. Now, what happens then? Well, you get free clothes from the government. You get, of course, free food from the government, which is even worse than McDonald's food, mRNA infused foods, stuff like that. That is the end goal here. So even though the ESG scores seem like they're helping corporations for the time being, even though it's destroying their uh, profit, is keeping them available for lending and, and debt and, and, of course, bailouts, long-term, what is going to happen is they are going to be collapsed into the government itself. So, for example, fascism is government and corporation hand-in-hand. Hand. Well, communism is government is the corporation. That's a difference. And so that is what it's moving into. It starts with corporate fascism based in technocracy and then moves into full-on communism. But Marxist uh, you know, technocracy, moreover, it's a different form. And it's based in technology with 15-minute cities, with carbon credit allowances, with food allowances, with all these things that stop you from traveling. If you looked at flights recently, they're like four or five times more expensive than they were a couple of years ago. It's not because, oh, the pandemic or uh, you know lack of energy, which there is a huge shortage of energy, and they're cutting the cap on that. Again, part of the control collapse. It's not about that. It's because they're purposely trying to make it so that only, travel is only for the super wealthy and everyone else gets to be in their little prison neighborhoods. It looks so nice. It's like Hillary Clinton said on the campaign trail years ago. We need adult fun camps. So basically, it's a free neighborhood with free food. With all, It's very unhealthy. Everyone's placated on drugs and video games, as Yuval Noah Harari said. It's heavily depopulated. You're in this little neighborhood. It's sunny every now and then when the weather modifiers want it to be sunny and cloudy on other days. You have little parks to go in with fountains with your kids. And, oh, it looks so fine and dandy. It's just like a nice cartoon or something that we saw as a kid. Everyone's a big community, except for they can't leave that community. So instead of having prison bars installed in this infrastructure, they have nice gentrified areas with little shops and restaurants, cafes, etc. but you're stuck in that area and you cannot leave. That is the goal. And it's abundantly clear at this point that that is the goal, my friends. And the fact that people don't re recognize that they're like, oh, we, we got to stop this woke crap. Well, why do you think, what do you think they're doing? They're, tr they're clashing people against each other. They're control collapsing civilization. They're demoralizing kids. They're, they're destroying, you know, the construct of culture all so that we can battle it out with another culture that also differs from us in different ways, whether it be Islamic, whether it be Mexican, whether it be, you know, um, Eastern European, Russian, whatever it might be, Chinese, it's all a big trap. The reality is the end goal is for us to have credit scores in little areas after everything collapses down and they come in with their solution to the problem they create in the first place, Hegelian dialectic problem, reaction, solution, repeat. So eventually, you know, these ESG scores aren't going to last forever. What they're going to do is it's just going to plunge corporation into government. So it's all one entity. They are in charge of the clothing. They're in charge of the food. It's like Stalinist Russia, but with technocracy. And again, you will own nothing and you will be happy, they say. You will eat the bugs. You will drink the sewage. You will uh, succumb to the powers of the new world order, as they say. And you will be basically locked into a prison planet. But, but you get free food. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about all those heart attacks happening everywhere. There's definitely not mRNA in the food or anything. 
and and murder mosquitoes, which Bill Gates is funding across the board, where he has labs lending out millions and billions of mosquitoes that are genetically modified to stop diseases with vaccines in the mosquitoes. Yeah, okay. I'm going too far here, but it's all true. All this stuff is verifiably true. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist anymore to be saying this. I've been saying it since 2006. We're, we are here. We are at that end point, my friends. And when you see all this stuff happening and that I've been showing you throughout this video on the screen here, the, the CEI systems pushing brands to do things with like Dylan Mulvaney and absolutely devastating their brand, Kate Spade, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. HRC, which has received millions from George Soros Open Society Foundation. They're all getting CEA awarding and, and uh, credit scores. As they say, it's a social credit score that can make or break their business. We see all this stuff happening with the woke ratings, workforce force protections, five points possible, inclusive benefits, 50 points possible, um, which involves providing healthcare for same-sex couples. Um, and then it says supporting an inclusive culture, 25 points possible, including gender neutral dress codes and trans inclusive restroom facility policies. Number four, corporate social responsibility, 20 points possible marketing or advertising to LGBTQ consumers, which would include Nike and Budweiser use of transgender spokesperson Dylan Mulvaney. Um, number five, responsible citizenship, uh, which is negative 25 points. Points deducted if a company gives money to organizations whose primary mission includes advocacy against LGBTQ equality, which is not defined but could include Christian groups. Yes, indeed. It's a matter of pure evil. Look into their eyes, my friends. They're laughing at you. They are trying to destroy humanity from the inside out, from the soul outward, and make everyone just a cog in the system as they decorate the White House with trans flags in the biggest, you know, uh, celebration ever in history on the White House lawn of, of transgender ideology, a mental illness that is verifiably diagnosed as Lockheed Martin marches in the streets with a pride parade flag. Oh, good for their ESG score and their CEI score as mothers force their children to look at naked twerking trans people that have butchered themselves out of their mental illness as Sikhs pretend to care about trans and gay people while putting up an enemy flag in enemy territory, essentially, as Klaus Schwab brags about giving to these corporations in order to prop them up in the first place to do all this stuff. Dylan Mulvaney loses Anheuser-Busch $27 billion. North Face is making trans clothes now, even though it's an outdoors, like woodsman clothes uh, entity. And Biden is creating social justice credit scores under their new uh, their new agenda, under their new you know um, executive order. And as the UK government, among the Canadian governments and many others around the world, are putting carbon credits already on your bank account, not enforced yet, but it will be. We have to remember where we're going here. This is a war on humanity, and if there's a war on humanity, the solution is to be more human, be more empathetic, be more conscious. At the end of the day, be more individualistic. We have to be responsible for ourselves. Individual responsibility is not the same as collective responsibility. Collective responsibility is slavery. That's why we have to draw that line in between the two. Humanity is freedom, individual, uh, individuality, and responsibility. Those things are all synonymous with humanity, and we need to understand that. So 
freedom isn't something we hold in our hands. We are free or we're not. You've heard me say this before. The issue isn't big corporations. They're just a tool. Just like money is a tool. Just like uh, vices are a tool. Alcoholism, pornography, all these things are a tool. Just like governments are the cheerleading aspect of this organized crime racket. It's it's basically just, you know, the, the people that dress and, and, and comb their hair a certain way and go on camera and speak for the evils behind them. They are an organized crime racket and they're no different than any kind of religion as, uh, other than the fact that they are more dangerous than any religion is instead of, you know, uh, uh, instead of the, the Muslim crest, they have uh, an American flag. Instead of church, they have schools. Instead of, you know, the, the people on TV talking about, for example, Christianity, they have the media talking about in favor of government. The difference is Christianity, the idea is goodness and, and honesty and empathy and humanity and responsibility. Faith without work is dead, as they say. Government, on the other hand, is evil. It's destructive. It's the biggest polluter in the world. It is the mass murder of children in countless countries around the world. Hundreds of millions have died in the hands of government, democide over the years. So we have to understand voluntarism is the answer. Individualism, withdrawing from the system is the answer, not voting for some guy to do things different this time. If they really wanted to do something entirely different, they'd be destroyed. And no matter how good intentioned Trump might be, if he was truly legit, he wouldn't have been bringing in, you know, Operation Warp Speed to inject children, which he still stands by. He wouldn't have put Jerome Powell in the Fed. Can people not understand this at this point? He wouldn't be the most pro-Israel president in history. We need to understand what's going on here. There are dark, evil forces that are behind government institutions that are telling the government what to do. And it's based on a battle versus of good versus evil, not political parties. That's all nonsense. It's Hollywood. It's good versus evil. And that's what we're dealing with today. So as we see these scores come in, they're just to put us in line as a part of a collective order to bow the knee and become slaves forever as AI takes over and AI, of course, is based in non-empathetic programming, which means no consciousness, which means they lack a soul, which means they're psychopathic, which means our new rule, uh, rulers will not just be humans who are psychopathic, it'll be machines that are psychopathic and much smarter than us. The way we prepare is by preparing today from the offset, storable food, getting out of the central bank digital currency system. We need to start preparing now, buying gold and silver, buying things that are healthy for you, buying seeds, buying things that will keep you alive, water, shelter, defense. We need these things or else we will succumb to this great reset. There will be no escape if we don't escape today. Privacy coins, a big part of it. Epic Cash is a, a, something I'm a big fan for, a fan of. They, they're clearly... Um, looking to do an EMP attack sometime soon and knock down the internet for potentially months. So a bunch of organizations talking about that, a bunch of operations in the past that have been leaked about that. So remember, in the end, they will be using this technology, but first they need to reset that system. So that's why it's incredibly important, my friends, to get things, go to heavensharvest.com. Again, I've said this a million times, 
get things like long-term storable foods that are non-GMO. We have organic kits. We have heirloom seeds. We have water filtration storage. We have books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products. And even if you don't qualify for that, I still urge you to use code WAM. Again, we have um, so many things on there. Experts say you need at least two or three months of storable food in order to su survive a supply chain crisis, which they're doing on purpose to starve us out so that we beg them for help. And then we end up slaves to them in that system, in that 15-minute city. <sighs> it's really frustrating. Um, and, and of course, we have things like whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods as well. You save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. So check that out, my friends. Um, we have so many solutions. There's no real reason to be avoiding these solutions at this time. It's insane to look the other way when all this stuff is happening, obviously. So again, that's heavensharvest.com. Use code WAM and whamsurvival.com as well. And of course, we have Lion Energy for batteries, solar panels, generators, and stuff like that. We have kirkelliotphd.com slash wham. All this is in the description of this video where you can buy physical gold and silver, get a bunch of free special reports. And of course, you can sign up just in the link for Kirk Elliott to liquidate into IRAs that are physical gold or physical gold in your hand, whatever it might be. Um, and it takes two seconds to sign up your name, email, phone number, et cetera. Schedule a call with Kirk Elliott himself. Um, of course, we have things like rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. That could save your life. They're trying to mass murder us with, with you know, spraying the skies and giving people turbo cancer. It's very important to get prepared for, and that will be illegal someday, surely. So again, check that link in the description. And of course, if you want a lot of great information, I urge people to go and check out our link for Iconic, where you can get a massive amount of shows and documentaries and et cetera. It's like Netflix, but for people like us. And again, if you use our link in the description for Iconic, you will get an extended 10-day free trial to check out all that kind of stuff. So I urge you to subscribe. Check it out today. I'm bringing you an interview with David Icke very shortly that I shot recently. It's a lot to get into. It's almost an hour and a half long. So um, bear with me on that, but so much more coming up. I'm heading on an airplane tomorrow uh, to the United States. I have to go through Iceland on the way there. It's absolutely insane trying to get around these prices right now. It's it's crushing because like the average hotel is like 300 euros a night and the average flight to go across the world is absolutely like four or five times more than it used to be. And again, I talked about this earlier, how they'll use this in order to bring us down. Um, so I really urge you, if you can, and those that have, that have already donated, thank God for you. you. You've helped so much. Those who've shared, that's helpful as well. We need the money to come in because we are completely viewer funded. I spend every cent I have and then end up having no way to get home after and end up in debt. And we have a gogetfunding.com campaign in the description if you want to help support us. We have a Patreon, Subscribestar, we have a Bitcoin address, and we have a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, if you please, including things like um, Monero and other privacy coins. We have an Epic Fund Me campaign where you can donate an Epic Cash, which I mentioned earlier. And of course, we have uh, you know a lot of other options, Teespring store with a bunch of merchandise. Anything helps, my friends. We need it more than ever. And your help keeps us alive so that we can document history in real time as they try to revise it and, and misdirect it so that later on, we never learn from the mistakes or never know even what happened when they erase everything. Um, we're keeping everything in Faraday, of course, going forward and making sure that this stuff is well documented and kept forever. Um, anyway, 
I appreciate everyone watching. If you want to um, find us, we're on, we have a newsletter, www.imband.com. We're on, uh, of course, Rockfin, Telegram, uh, Band.Video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon um, on so many other platforms at World Alternative Media. And of course, we're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.tv at, at Josh Sigurdsson. We're on the bad guys at TikTok and, and uh, of course, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, Twitter, and Getter at, at World Alt Media. I have a channel called Ancient Wonders, which is an image of my face as a picture for that channel. So make sure to subscribe to that one, not the other one. Um, and of course, I just got demonetized on there for talking about ancient civilizations. Funny how talking about the old reset is starting to become so offensive to them. Um, I was banned off Spotify recently, but I'm still on Podbean. Uh, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts for some reason still. So check us out on there as well. And as always, hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. Anyways, I really appreciate everyone watching today. And until next time, check those links below. Live freely, live by example. This is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.